up, Brody? Uh, shit, man. Uh, first off, thanks for coming on the podcast. This means this really means a lot to me. No doubt. More, more than, more than uh, you might think. I am a big fan of your your music, man. How long you been tapped in for? I'm be honest, not that long. I didn't know. Word. Uh, I think I was because I was thinking about this even before you agreed to do the podcast. Uh, so Knack was on Banana Yacht. Indeed. Right? That was last year. Right? Indeed. I didn't even fucking, I didn't even get tap into the mini mansion shit until like the summer of last mm. year, like late summer last year. I, me- I remember because I had a job where I was driving like five, six hours a day. Uh, and I was like, damn, this ain't got like a lot of music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, this ain't got like a lot of shit. Like sometimes you, you know, if it's not a rapper that's been around for like sometimes like 20 years, you can't expect to hear 10 good projects online. Right. You know, it might be some shit, some secret shit, you know, or it might be a nigga that I mean it's just like been a, like as far as like, ain't even know, a lot of rappers that been along, been around. That had that got, got 10 good 10 projects. Yeah. Like um uh, but I like I again like it was just like I found uh the mini mansion joint, the the shit he did with uh was it bad, bad, not good or whatever. The that's not uh, no, thinking, the red John. The red no 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 I'm thinking of, what was the name of that John that has a, the song Rock in a Hard Place. I, it's like some Spanish name. I think it was Baladas. Yeah, Baladas. That's what I'm thinking. Not bad, bad, not good. Superior. A superior. It was uh, that shit was the one where it was like, all right, this motherfucker is solid. It wasn't even really for me listening to your shit. It wasn't really for until like around January this year, because uh, a lot of your shit isn't on streaming. Wasn't on streaming. I it wasn't on streaming. I recently put it up like the other day. I seen, but it's still some stuff that's not up there. Yeah, like my mentality, people, shit like that. My shit with my mentality. A lot of your shit with Nack. I think it was the 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 Alec uh, Abracadabra Alakazam album. Yes, sir. That that should not gonna lie. It changed a big part of this year for me as far as like music because hip hop has been like getting back into like his good graces of like being like solid throughout. People at the top are good. People who you don't know are really good. But I was like, who? I was like, who the fuck is these? Things? I was like, who are these things? <laughs> After that, after that project, after I heard that earlier this year, I was like, who are these? Like at this point, these might as well be two psychopaths. These could be any, this could be any, like anybody. For me, right. not being from your town, not knowing, not knowing what's going on up there. And to be honest, that shit was uh pretty eye-opening. So I guess to start is like to start this shit, why don't you talk about, or if you can, say a little bit about what Lynn is like. For the people who don't know, um, thank you for asking. You know, because there be a lot of so-called journalists. Like I ain't gonna say the platform. I did a um a, a article in which I got interviewed, and I tell them I'm not from Boston. I'm from Lynn. You know what I mean? Which is it's not far from Boston, but it's not, not in that in that it's, circle. That's not Boston. You know what I mean? So, and he still said a Boston rapper in the beginning of the fucking paragraph of the article. It's even though that shit is in the interview. It, honestly, like, when you listen, it's hard to listen to really? even 10 songs from y'all niggas and not get the message that it's not, y'all not Boston rappers. Right. So, 
not even to disrespect Boston Raptors. Just like it's, it seems not, not like, at all. Not at it all. It seems like the, what's going on in, in Lynn is his very own thing. Right. And, and it's so, um, anybody that's really from Mass, really, every time they hear Lynn, they know the same. You know what I mean? We got our own, like, little poem. You know what I mean? Uh, we got our own little slogan. You know what I mean? That shit been around since, like, the 80s and the 90s. You know, and it's Lin Lin, the city of sin. You never come back the way you went in. You feel me? <laughs> Everybody know that shit. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's just the start. You know, just, that's the just start. A start. That's, yeah, that's just some shit. That's like we got our one. own shit. You know, we got our own slang. We got our own shit. You know, and knowledge itself hit us real hard. You know what I mean? We had a um, an older guard by the name of uh, King Asiatic. Who uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was I'm... from Medina, he was from Brooklyn, but he lived in Lynn yeah. for about 14, 15 years. Yeah. And he hit that shit like a fucking meteor, you know? Just came in. Which is why that shit is more, that shit is more we we have a more like profound, that shit got a more profound impact in Lynn than anywhere else in Mass, including including Boston. Yeah, because like... that's like really a thing from like older people to younger people, you know what I mean? It's not just like an old head thing. Like that shit really, there's a lot of people around my age and even younger, you know what I mean? That got a, that got hit by this culture, you know? So that's another one of the reasons that makes us different, man. You know, we got our own shit really, you know what I mean? It ain't the biggest city, but we just got our own shit, man. This shit like real special. Shit was real lit back in the days. It's not as lit as it used to be, you know what I mean? But it was, you know? A lot of live shit, a lot of parties, shit like that, a lot of basement yeah. parties, a lot, of, a lot of Dominican culture, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you Dominican too? So. You said what? Are you Dominican? I'm an honorary Dominican, man. <laughs> you know, I'm, a, I'm a delegated Dominican and all Respect. that shit. I renewed, I renewed my citizenship recently. <laughs> uh, I, I kind of, in part, that, be honest, that's part of the reason that it was the shit that like Nag and you were doing was interesting to me, knowing about like the Dominican influences, like Philly had, I'm from Philly. Philly has like a good amount. Of I love Dominican. Philly, man. I like Loki lived in Philly before. I lived in Philly oh, yeah? for like six months. That's crazy. What happened? South Philly on Tasker, man. No, nah, no. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I was living, I was living with, um, with Sadu and all that. Nah, no way, bro. I'm yeah, trying to get no him on the part. Good luck. I know, exactly. My man, like, my man who used to do, like, my man that's a DJ that make beats and shit is like, yo, just DM him. He answered my DMs. I'm Honestly, like, bro, I I'm like he don't like know me. Duck, bro, you probably know Sadu and don't even know it's Sadu. That's bro. what, yeah, no, nah, I wouldn't know. From, but he a real Philly cat, man, you know? I would know, he is. I just, I just copped the, uh, the re, the repress of the, the Mini Mansion one, like, today or earlier today or yesterday. Yeah, he killed that art, too. You've been going art in. crazy. Yeah, I mean, he's like a character that, like, I think, like, for me, has been around, again, in the city for a minute, but it's like, if you haven't, if you ain't in the room with that nigga, his shit might as well not even, it might not even be real. Does that make any sense? Right. Because a lot of shit with Philly, a lot of shit with Philly, like, and not to go on this tangent, but, like, Philly is, like, Philly is really similar to Lynn in a lot of ways, being close to a major city, but not really being... Being its own place, like Philly is bigger than Lynn, but it's like we've always, for years, been battling this notion that like we are next to New York. You got to rap like you from New York to be from Philly, and that's not really 
that's not really how people in Philly are. Like we. Yeah, I really don't even jack that because, like, me growing up, I grew up on the Philly DVD era and all that. Oh, shit. what you know money. about the Philly DVD? Oh, touch that nigga said touch money. Age kaboom. Um, yeah. Oh man, I could go blue flame. Man. Come on, man, vodka. Uh, vodka, vodka, that vodka's bro. from my hood, bro. I'm from that vodka's block. Electric, man. Vodka is the realest man. nigga. Oh my yo, god. No idea. It's original freestyle is one of my favorite shits of all time, yo. This shit. It's one shit what where he's just like feature. sitting on the he's like sitting on a pedal bike in front of somebody block. He's like, this is gonna be my last time, last round, last crime, last bit of wet. I'm gonna roll up in this last dime. I was like, damn. <laughs> I was oh, like, fucking so burnt. Oh man, shout out Baka, man. Yo, you come oh. back, no bullshit. You come, you ever come through the Philly? I'm gonna take you to the block. You gonna, we gonna play chess with Vodka. Yeah, no, really I appreciate play that. chess with Vodka, man. Smoking that nigga, that nigga, <laughs> that nigga, Newport with no embalming fluid on it. You know what <laughs> that nigga love going to the poppy store and getting nothing, just going in just to say hi to everybody and then going home. Hell yeah, yo, That's yo, shout man. out, yo, shout out them fucking five dollars. Shout out them five dollar cheese steaks and all that, man, with the fries and all that from the poppy spot, man. Uh -huh. Might get it, might come with a soda. Yeah, might man, come for, with the, a soda. for the for the cinco, man, for the that five dollars. I mean, you was here for six months. I tell you, like, it's been a lot of that. That's how you like stay alive. People think we like cheese steaks because they good. No, we we get cheese steaks because like you can stay alive when you really fucked up. Off a man, pound, off five dollars. You eat half that motherfucker, half the fries. A.M. Bang, <laughs> <laughs> bang. Put that shit. Don't even put Hell it in the yeah, fridge. Man. Don't even put it on the fridge. Just leave it out on the next to the microwave. Anybody that visit Philly and, and be around real Philadelphians, man, they're gonna take you to the poppy spot, man. They ain't taking yeah. you to Pat's and Geno's and yeah. nothing, man. You know, yeah, you know a lot of so yeah, because we really don't. I really don't. My man tagged up uh Pat's like a month ago. We walking yo, past. Shout, yo, and shout out Philly for being the birthplace of graffiti. Not a lot of people know that. A lot of people don't know that. Shout that out graffiti did not start in New York. Graffiti started in Philadelphia. Right in New York just mastered it. And man, that nigga, man. that nigga is still around, and he still be doing shit too. Yeah, He's bro, that's dude. like really, that's really my shit. That's like how I got in that the culture, hip hop, everything was really? graffiti as a kid. I've been trying to, I've been trying to do Wicked since I was a kid, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, like yo, man, for real, for real, like. I, I like you know I love graffiti, so I got a lot of respect for Philly and Wickets and them old heads that was smoking wet, fucking doing the craziest Wildin'. unreadable tags I've ever Wildin'. seen. As, yeah, that's the thing. My buddy who's like a he live in Brooklyn now. He like they their shit is so different, especially with all the like young white folks doing it. But like they really come to Philly and they're like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And it's like you should. Yeah, it's not for you. You, you gotta right, be. You, you gotta, gotta be you out gotta there. Either you gotta be from there or be tapped into the culture to even you gotta, know what that shit says. You gotta earn your stripes. Absolutely. You gotta really be outside. Yo, and shout out fucking uh, uh Crown Eight BTM. That's one of the hardest hitting graffiti writers in Philly, man. He be fucking with my shit super heavy, so I gotta for shout real? him. Okay, respect. Yeah, it's, that's funny. Shit. I'm like, I'm. I start the podcast like trying to figure out what the fuck is going on in Atlanta, and I guess. Just through like you being around, you know what the fuck it's like up here. Maybe, maybe there are a oh, lot yeah. more similarities to these um, two towns. Um, I think Philly stands on its own from anywhere else I've been to. Yeah. If I were to compare it to something, I would definitely it, it reminds me of what I would imagine New York was like in the in the 60s. In the 60s or the 70s. Right. I mean, when that yo, Philly looked like at least the type of the part Philly I was in, bro, that shit looked like America forgot about that shit. 
South Philly is you know I mean? really, not even not yeah. even to mention like the Black Wall Street shit and all that shit. You know yeah. what I mean? She gets deep. You know what I mean? So, but um, it's just on it. It's like um, it's independent in its own right because of like that Black Islamic culture. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. You know what I mean? And me being a five percenter, we not Muslim. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a common misconception. You know what I mean? Yeah. We we are not Muslim. But that doesn't mean I don't respect discipline or culture. You know what I mean? Like I, I got love for my Muslims, the ones that be real right. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of them dudes be good brothers. You know what I mean? So they love, they love me in Philly, man. I be looking like I'm from Philly with my beard and all that shit. All I'm <laughs> yeah. is, I got the invisible kufi on. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, you fit, you fit right in. Hell yeah. Yeah. So that, so let's to get back to what we were saying. So it started with graffiti first. How old were you? You think? I started writing graffiti when I was in third grade. That was two thousand. Third grade, third grade, third it grade. Right, it was a it was a Lynn writer too. It was a Lynn writer came. It was a Lynn writer came that was like biting Loki biting the uh the E and M of another Lynn writer named Realm who was in the source. Really, and all that shit back in the day. I didn't know he was in the source until like a couple years ago from Knack and all that because he around Knack age. This dude realm. So like it was um it was on Route One, man. I was I, my mom's or whatever. I was in the back seat, man. I just saw that shit. I tried to draw that shit from memory with chalk when I got back home. Oh, and that shit been that shit been a monkey on my back ever since, man. Like I grew up with a computer in my crib and shit. So like I was a graffiti nerd, man. Like 12 ounce profit, watching all this, watching State Your Name, all the war documentaries, you know what I mean? Like at a real young age, man, like I'm, I'm Barely out of elementary school watching these shits, watching dudes hang off of fucking highway signs and yeah. fucking inhaling nitrous out of balloons and bump yeah. fights and people shooting all up and all this. Yeah, yeah, all types of shit. Fifth graders shouldn't be watching, man. But that shit, like, that shit was really graffiti for me was really like the ultimate master, like cultural master key for me because it it allowed me. It unlocked a lot. It unlock and the and the main thing for me that the primary thing that unlocked for me is the, uh, discernment, which is one of my favorite words. Is is the ability to know the difference. You know, you have a toy, what we call a toy, which is a beginner, or they they could be forty years old and still be a toy, man. You ain't got no style. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you got the legends, so and everything in between. So like I applied that that palette that I had for graffiti because. That's the first thing I got nice at, man. I wasn't even writing graffiti in third grade to rap music, man. I didn't hear rap music until I was like in fifth grade. You know what I mean? So, so like I'm, so I started like, writing graffiti to a Led Zeppelin box set that my pops left at my crib. You know what I mean? And that's listening crazy. to Pink Floyd and Black the song Sabbath. Remains the same and shit. Yeah, like yo, he had every single Led Zeppelin joint except the second one. You know what I mean? So I had the yeah. whole box set. And shit like that, you know. So that shit, I applied that shit to everything in my life, man. Music, beats, clothes, everything. You know that 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 level of discernment of knowing what's fire and what's what's cool and what's whack. What what, what, what did so third grade you start tagging, you start writing, you start writing at the least. I'm filling up notebooks, man. By fourth third, grade, yeah, man, bunch I'm of, fucking bunch of composition books and shit. Man. I'm yeah. taking, I'm fucking tagging the back of my MCAS, man. That's the yeah. fucking. That's like uh -huh. the test everybody take once a year. You know what yeah. I mean? Every, every day, nothing is off limits. It could be a fucking bus stop. It could be 
in class in school. I never even really bombed super heavy, man. I was never like, when I moved to Lawrence, like fresh out of high school, which is like, that's like little DR out here. Anybody from New York, a lot of people from New York know about Lawrence because a lot of people in Lawrence are from New York or they got family in the Bronx yeah. or whatever. It's like Bronx, little DR. Yeah. So before I moved out, when I moved out there is when I started bombing more. I didn't even bomb a lot. It would just be a couple nights where I just take out a whole block, like a whole strip. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, this is like four, other than that, like I'm like, I'm like, I was just filling up notebooks, man. Notebooks and notebooks. Working notebooks on your hand. Notebooks. Yeah, man. Everything, man. I can do anything, man. Hand styles, throws, burners, whatever. You know what I mean? So when did when did rapping come into that? When did when did like this love for the, this craft and this world turn into other forms of art for you? Um I started rapping. I started writing rhymes in eighth grade. In eighth grade, so you talking about like that's third grade to eighth grade. That's around five, six years. Now yeah. you're like a young, and it's like I, a young ironic, Like every one of my like every year that I was in, like the grade that I was in matches up with the year. You know what I mean? So I was in fifth grade in two thousand five. I was in sixth oh, grade in two thousand six. It made me real. It made it real easy for me to be able to like remember my history. Right, man. Yeah, no, no, no. So, um, so eighth grade, man. Yeah, I start. I remember writing rhymes on a fucking iPod Touch and all that shit, where everybody fucking playing volleyball, whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? iPod Touch. Like, what, what, class. But, like, but what was it like? An artist specifically, or was it something? Bro, I was a full blown fucking music nerd. By the time I was the seventh grade, by the time grade, you had the seventh grade, I was the plug, man. I, I like, I found out about Torrance, oh, and yeah, I was like. like Sixth grade, seventh grade, like the yeah, that's what this is like. Limewire, it's like Limewire. It was past Limewire. It's like you know a little I mean? bit I, right by past. By seventh grade, by seventh grade, I was on Pirate Bay and shit. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Downloading whole discographies. You know what I mean? I had an iPod Classic, man. I filled that shit up with nine thousand songs. That's crazy. You know what I mean? I'm talking about the whole J. And by the time I was in eighth grade, bro, I had the whole Dilla discography. I'm talking about like the MPC three thousand beat tapes, everything. That's you know what I mean? You know, so this is before copyright laws was really like heavy on the internet, right? Well, you're talking so about was, yeah. If you're talking about seventh, eighth grade for you, YouTube wasn't even really like an option for listening. So I got in. I got in the rap when YouTube came out. Really, yeah. you know what I mean, like heavy, it's like around you know then. I mean? Like the first, I remember, I remember going getting on YouTube in middle. Like I was in middle school. That was like the first video that ever changed my life, man, was the Rock Wilder, two thousand six. I was so my man. He's like, yo, you never. You never saw the rock wilder? He fucking puts it on on this old ass Mac with the see-through one with the with the fucking Oh yeah, like that like, like neon shit. Yeah. yeah, with the little ass speakers and shit. And like That's crazy. put the shit on. They got this fucking do rags down to the floor, the fucking hand movements and shit. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this? Cause like I've seen them niggas live, man. That's that the thing. Like, like once I got into graffiti, bro, and I'm on, on all these forums, like by like fourth, fifth grade, I'm like, I'm reading about Wu Tang. I'm like yeah, you know what I mean? on these forums, like everybody talking about that shit. But I was listening to Woo, but I wasn't into like I was listening to like Thirty Six Chambers and shit, like basic shit as a kid. Yeah, right like, then when my like when my man when my man's put me on Meth and Red, those were my first favorite rappers. Those are my like as early as I can remember. Those are my two first favorite rappers. You know what I mean? Method Man, especially. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, Memphis, and, man. I was more of a red man kid. It's funny how like nah, people, but nah, but once, people nah, like brush once over. Once I heard Muddy Waters, right? Once I Muddy heard Waters Muddy Waters, shortly after that, yeah. he 
Redman became my favorite. That's my favorite shit, Muddy Waters. That's, like, that's, that's like one, one of my favorite hip hop albums ever. I don't even know how many hip hop albums you consider like perfect. That might be that's a perfect hip hop album. Super like, perfect, bro. From the skits, the beats, the skits, that, those the beats, beats are some the of the reasons why I make beats in the in the first place. Because not a lot of people know I've been producing longer than I've been rapping. You know what I mean? I started making okay, beats yeah. when I was like in seventh grade. I started oh, so, writing okay. in like eighth grade, like. But like, what the fuck were you making beats on back then? What FL was Studio. FL I was, Studio. I was, I made beats on FL for ten years. Like I'm like, I made, um, Face Melt One on FL Studio. Um, I made Triple Black Diamonds on FL Studio. Yeah. Try to think what other albums. Uh, Secrets with Starker. I made on FL Studio for the most part. Some of them were SP Four Four beats. Um. Yeah, now I recently trans transitioned to Ableton, like within the last two years. I started using like an SP four four. I wanted the, my first one I got. I want to say I got it in like two thousand fourteen. Why did you switch over to Ableton? Yeah, uh, because I had a, a like a, I've always used a pirated version of it. I was using a pirated oh, okay. version of FL on on the Mac, and it shit worked immaculately. For like fucking for a good like two years, but then that shit just shit the bed out of nowhere. I lost all my beats. You know what I mean? That's so, crazy. That's fucking. And then I bought the shit trying to get my beats back, and the shit didn't work. You know what I mean? So like I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna just buy Ableton. I spent like seven hundred dollars just so that shit could never fuck up on me again. It's, like shit. it's funny how much how much that should be worth sometimes. Just to just get it out the way, just to spend the bread. Hell yeah. Like just be like, fuck it, I'm done. I'm done arguing with these niggas. Keep it a Hell yeah! So we're talking the about like, FL, so, FL. That's my bitch. That's forever my that's, bitch. Yeah. So you get back to go. Let's go backward again. I know I'm. I keep backtracking. Now you good. Just, now you. Th I'm trying I'm, to I'm, get it. I rant. So like, because you know I feel like I feel like uh part of the reason why I fuck with a lot of your your shit is I feel like there's got to be some type of similar trajectory with like the growth of the sound. If that makes any sense, like elaborate. Whatever, If it, sometimes you can tell that it, somebody appreciates Doom, you could tell right. that the rapper appreciates Doom. You could tell that the nigga might have had a, a period where he was only fucking with Ghostface. The nigga might have right. nine months of Ghostface. You like, no, nah, like for real, Ghostface is the greatest rapper of all time. You could kind of hear whether it could be lyrics or wordplay, even the choice of beats. Like sometimes yep. you can you can hear the way uh, a project might have beats, and it's like. This nigga isn't, he's not saying it, but he is like in his like rock Marciano Alchemist wave right now. Like he's just like, that's all he's listening to. Niggas on Rosebud's Revenge one and two every day. Like you can hear it and the way the nigga might approach putting a project together. I can't even really say which project by you I really understand the most. Cause to be honest, the shit is deep, which is what I, what I appreciate. But it's just like, when did, when was Divino? A thing, like right, like when did you, um, when did you realize that it wasn't just something fun for you to do, or a project, or like, oh, this is some shit I do at the school, or you know, we smoking weed, we freestyling, and some shit like that. When were you like, no, like I'm like nice. Um, I was always kind of nice. On the low, not to but, not to like. But were you confident? Not always, of course. Like when you first start off, you're not gonna be nice. But like, yeah. I mean, by the time I was 17, bro, like by the time I was 17, I got around. Like 
that's why I met Nack. That's why I met my, like the first five percent is like Nack, King Asiatic. You know what I mean? I was I was already rapping. I was the new kid at school, man. I, I went to four different high schools. You know what I mean? So shit like that. So like um, by the time I went to my third high school and shit, I was already kind of nice in the sense of like, yo, who rap? I'm, I'm trying to rap. Like, yo, I'll eat your food. Like we banging on the lunch table and all that shit, the grinding beat and all that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, the thing is, man, I was always the plug with music. You know what I mean? I always kept my finger on the pulse of shit. Like, I was, that same year is, is when I first heard Mossberg, man. I waited for Reloaded to come out. Yeah. I was the I was the only person I knew who knew about who knew, that Who shit. knew about that shit. Where do you, for where real. Do you, where, you know do, I mean? where do you think Reloaded? Early on where West do you think, Gun, uh, I was I was the first person I knew who knew who Westside Gun was. Like, yeah, for real. I put Knack on to that shit. I put Knack on the Rock Mars and Gun. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was the little homie that kept his finger on the post and shit. So the thing, so I say that to say this, is that I, 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 it's because, like, I've always prided myself on my taste in music being unfuckwittable. You know what I mean? I, I, like, like, really just knowing what the fuck you're talking about. I'm, like, to take it full circle back to the graffiti is that that level of discernment, of knowing the difference. It's like a test kit for drugs. Like, is this really coke? Yeah. <laughs> or is this or is this speed? Yeah. Is this Molly or is it meth? Am I going to die or am I going to Is this a Percocet or is it fentanyl? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so I applied that to me. Like, if I'm a critic on other people's shit, I'm gonna be the biggest critic on my shit. So I didn't even really, like, I knew I was nice, but I, it's still in my mind for a long, long time. Even as Al Davino and things of that nature, you know what I mean? It's like I still felt like I needed to get better. I needed. I'm still not Ghostface level. You know what I mean? Like legend yeah. level. You know what I mean? So like, um. I started taking the music more seriously, I want to say, like, in, like, 2014, 15. I started doing, like, SoundCloud shit. This, so this is, like, right after high school and shit, or during high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was class of 2013, so that's, like, fresh out of high right school. At, right after that, that shit. So, so I started recording myself, mm. shit like that. And then once I linked up with Nat, like, the things, like, I knew Nat for, like, four years, four or five years before me and him ever... And, and to know Knack, that's an understatement. You know what I mean? I'm basically like living at his crib on and off yeah. for like four years. You know what I mean? Around yeah. me three, four times a week for years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Before we ever even recorded a song. That's like that's like really old. That's not even just like yeah, that, yeah, that's like right. Yeah, in the words of a Philly boy, you know what I mean? It's really it's old. really my old head for real. That's really like, my nigga, big brother. Nigga looking out. Taking you places you need, you might need to go with him or some shit. I was green when I met Mac. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was I was seventeen, but I was still green to a lot of street shit. A lot of you know what I mean? And being around him and his people and shit like that. Like ever since seventeen, I was for for the most part, I was around people ten years older than me at least. Yeah, it's for, funny because majority of the time, so that's I, why a I, lot of people think I'm older. And I, and I know you got to know about this this quote, but Mac said. And a podcast, like maybe it was a year or two ago, that you taught him how to rap. He tell everybody that shit. Yeah. <laughs> why do, Why does he say that? Um, I think he explained it pretty well, but I'll reiterate it for you. It's yeah. basically like um, uh, he had an album called Fourteen Forms, which yeah. was extremely conceptual. Mm -hmm. So when I met, when we was about to start 
oh shit, you know what I mean? I wanted to produce an album for him, which ended up being Triple Black Diamond. Triple Black you know what Diamond. I mean? So um, I wanted him to get away from that conceptual shit because I liked his early shit more. I liked the Tragic Allies, the like mixtape of the week when they just splashing on shit. Like they now, was just, real, he was just blacking. Before, he was but, just blacking, just going me, crazy. So I was me, like, let me stop you before you get yeah, in. Because, yeah. uh, and this is even more important to like knowing Lynn, knowing Nack, knowing you. Can you explain to the people who might be listening? Tragic Allies, because like Man, every... when I was eighteen, yeah, I, when I was eighteen, it was fresh off um, um, them doing an album with Tragedy Qaddafi. They had Tragedy Qaddafi and Lynn talking about Lynn remind him of Q, uh, of Lynn remind him of QB back in the day and all that shit. That's crazy. So like fresh after that, they went on a sold out tour with Killer Priest in Europe. That's crazy. I'm 18, like on some like yo, my big homie in fucking Europe right now, like yeah. sharing the stage. It wasn't opening up for him. They were sharing the stage with him, like full Wu-Tang chants and all that shit. Yeah. They really got like a lot of history, like working with like um uh Fourth Disciple, if I'm not mistaken. And they got joints with cannabis and Planet Asia and Legends. you name it. You know what I mean? They underground like legends. He's not even during, just during, like... the, during the whole like ringtone era, they were, were really still carrying that torch and that flag for that authentic East Coast music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause, and again, like I was saying, like people might, people are catching on to Nack, catching on to you, catching on to a lot of stuff going on in that part of the country, catching on to Lynn, but for the, a lot of the newer people, they don't know who uh, Tragic Allies is. Yeah, we got this special like, like, you know, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a real woo baby, man. So like, that's my shit ever since I was a kid. So once I got knowledge of self and shit, you know what I mean? Like the one of the people that raised me, King Asiatic, he was raised by Papa Wu. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? You know That's what I mean? Crazy. Like this shit is this shit is super real. You know what I mean? So, so me getting to hear ODB stories. He grew up with ODB since the sandbox all the way to the Brooklyn Zoo shit. That's why. You know what I mean? Crazy shit. You know what I mean? So like I I got to understand Wu Tang through a real context. You know what I mean? From from like a from from the culture of the five percent being able to because not a lot of people know what the fuck they be talking about, bro. I didn't know what they was talking about till I got knowledge itself. That's when I realized, like, yo, I'm like, yo, I didn't even know what the fuck they was saying. Yeah, for real, you know what I mean. So, um, tragic allies, man. That's like a real. That's one of the real reasons why I'm nicer than a lot of these cats, man. Cause I'm a, yo, Knack been nice for a long time, man. You've been uh, nice for damn near 20 years. You feel me? Nack was like one of the first, I think when I when I first discovered Rock Marciano for myself in like 2014, 2013, I was like, I was like, this nigga's, I was like, this nigga's a genius. I was like the first, my first thoughts after hearing, I guess 2013 is like reload, right after reloaded. Right. I'm like, I'm like, no, this nigga's like a genius. I think it was only one or two Nack albums where I was like, no, this motherfucker is also. Like it's not a long list of people who just like you hear them. It could be any, and that's and that's part of the reason why I fuck with what y'all are doing up there is that like you could drop yourself in at any point. You can listen to Glitch to today, right? Like right. you can li you can listen to Glitch first play through today, not understand it. By the end of the week, it will be your favorite album. You could also right. go, 
You could also go back to Care on Acid and be right. like, this don't sound shit like glitch. I only know right. these, I only know these glitch niggas. I don't know these. This is some wild different shit. And then by the end of the week, that will be your favorite uh project. Right. I don't even know. We really, we really try to give you something different every time, man. Even though we give you a lot of shit, you know what I mean? We try to diversify the plates, you know what I mean? The meals. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's like I and it, I don't know. That shit's wild, man. I I literally it, remember I still remember like because I'm I will never forget I was sitting at I was sitting at this desk on my computer realizing that I had not listened to anything else for like five days straight. Cause I think I was either sick. It had been like six days. And like a lot of y'all shit not on the streamings, the right the, the, the projects y'all got together. Like it's a lot of knack stuff on Spotify. It's a lot of your shit on Spotify and Apple Music. Even the the Vino shit, uh the CDV shit, which I want to talk about that too. But yeah we uh, get we could get into that later because that's a whole nother that's a whole nother that's thing. a whole nother shit. Uh but like it was just like damn I have listened to fucking uh, literally, abracadabra, because I've listened to that for hours straight. I get to the end of the YouTube video, I hit zero, and it starts over. And it's like, what the fuck? What the fuck are these niggas doing over there? <laughs> what the that was fuck? one. That was one of the few times I got. I got. That was one of a couple times I got knack to take a half a tab of acid with me. That's crazy. That, that might. I DM that nigga Gray Matter the other day. I was like, yo, bro, y'all like you're a genius. He thinking I might be talking about some shit he just did. I'm still on that. Yeah. I'm still I thinking even about that. On the, I even said on the guns and butter shit, man. Like, I got there's so much music, man. You could binge listen to shit. And that's right, it. Yeah. And, and maybe, I just wanna I just wanna commend you because this is one of the reasons I don't do interviews, is because people don't be knowing the catalog, bro. I'm not about to get on an interview with somebody that just want me on a platform. Ask me, yo, how'd you get into hip hop and all this other yeah. stuff? Nigga saw, nigga saw you get tagged by West Side Gun. Nigga saw you get tagged by West Side Gun. It's like, nigga, have you listened to Destiny? Won't you? Right. <laughs> this is why I don't, this is why I don't do interviews, bro, because they don't come correct like you come correct. I only look. You, sweet, sweet dog is a character is a nigga from what I do. I only ask people on the podcast that I I really want to talk to. It's not just like, oh, I see niggas popping or I see. I see something going on. Let me figure out how I can get some out of it. It's like, no, I mean, you, I mean, you know, like you sell merch. I'm like, I need a vinyl. I'm trying to right. buy, I'm, I'm buying Bandcamp shit. Like, I'm like, I'm supporting. I'm not like even just doing shit. Like even, look, this whole, this whole podcast, nobody needs to listen to this shit. This is for me. Thanks, <laughs> This is for me. <laughs> That's I need amazing. to. I need to talk about. I literally do need to talk about Destiny. And uh, we, we, yo, we can rock, man. I don't got. I don't got time limit, man. I'm at the crib, man. You know what I mean? I'm I was gonna say, uh, this John, because I didn't. I haven't used Zoom in a while, but I guess they want me to pay for this shit to keep it longer than forty minutes. So we might, we might have to take a little break and then come back if that's cool with you. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah, uh, no, honestly, it's kind of crazy. I feel like. Cause I, it was times in my life where like I had to step away from rap music and hip hop, me because too. It, because it All was getting time, so it gets so like what the industry does is it finds these these places like Lynn, like Philadelphia, like like Detroit, like where places where like they could have these like big mainstream successes, but they take any small thing that this place might be known for and they milk and exploit it. They milk everything out of it. 
right, right. Everything got it to the point where they kind of they make the rap scene so much worse because now all these young niggas who could have a lot of talent are only concerned with doing the thing that will get them mainstream success. And Philly, right. I call I called it the I remember era. It was like a period of time from like once Meek got signed to like 2013 to 2019. They, I can guarantee you could. Google any of these young rap niggas. Every verse started with "I remember when." It was it was crazy. Now all, now all these niggas is doing drill, or they're getting out of drill, which is his own thing. But it was like yo, like y'all, like everybody saw what this one rapper was doing. Not me, it was this rapper named Core. I don't know if you know about Core. Yeah, nigga, I've heard of him. The nigga from Uptown, like he has such an impact on the city, and he got so much buzz even before he got signed. That instead of just taking what he was doing and like building it into themselves dozens of rappers were just like let me do the same exact thing yeah um, i don't i don't know if lynn could necessarily be exploited that way because it I don't is think so either it's a very specific type of sound does it make any sense Absolutely. Like, I, I think I, I think, think like I literally listen to the shit that's coming out of there and I, I really think not only can niggas be really successful, they can have longevity in this craft and have people for years listening to this shit. But I don't necessarily know if it's had, if it's the type of place that can get milked. Like I don't think Philly so either. Chicago. I don't think so either. It's a real small city, man. You know what I mean? So like you know. Like niggas so will be. I don't, I, don't re- I don't really think somebody can step in and really exploit it, man. We just try to put this show on the map, really. You know what I mean? It's like niggas won't even know. Like, I like it's got to be like some like the label motherfucker to be scared to go to Lynn. Be like, I don't know nobody in Lynn. <laughs> He's like, where yeah. am I gonna go? He's like, where am I gonna go? I don't know nobody. I don't got a cousin or a fucking you know former rapper nigga. Like he don't got nobody. He might just fucking. He might I will, be. I will, I will. I will tell you this though. The first time I met Mop. Uh, the first thing he asked me is if I knew about Lynn. I'm like, bro, I'm from Lynn, right? That's man? crazy. He talk, and he and he told That's me he crazy. had been out there, and he told me he had been out there before. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, motherfuckers know Lynn, man. Like, yo, not everybody, but not you know, everybody. Like people who need to know. Exactly. That's kind of what but I'm saying. For a long time, I like I was cool with being a secret. You know what I mean? Like I wa- I was a secret on purpose. You know what I mean? That's kind of like why I started the CVV shit. Really, the CVV shit is is for my hood. You know what I mean? That's for where I'm from. It's like that's for the block. Yeah, yeah, it's for the block. It's for my homies, my age, a couple of my OGs that get it, and my little homies, man, and the and the, and the games and the shorties. You know what I mean? So yeah, you know, so that's, that's uh, what really that's for. You know, all that all the other 20, 30 albums of my man. That shit was for me and my man. That shit was just for me. You know, yeah. the real same quick. way you do the podcast. You Maybe know, it's just for me. Yeah. Let's it, take a break real quick because this uh this Zoom shit's about to shut up. I'm just gonna close it and send another one. All right, cop.